welcome back, America, to the Yucky Podcast with JM and JB. And for those of you who are new here, this podcast is all about the entrepreneur mindset and the lifestyle where you can find balance between work and life. Within this show, we're going to showcase um, not just people within our network, but also local Arizona businesses and the minds that built them. JB, welcome to the show. What is going on? What's happening, JB? How are things? Um, f- Fine. How are things in the neighborhood? They're they're fine. They're not great. They're not grand. They're not awesome. They're just fine. <laughs> You're depressing. It's one of those days. We're doing a podcast on a Sunday. Sunday evening. And it's an hour before my bedtime. So the longer this goes, the grumpier I might get. Oh, is that going to be a good thing or a bad thing? We'll see. It depends on what we're talking about. Well, so today, um, well, I guess, as you know, the other day we did a, uh, we were guests on our buddy Dale's podcast, the Life, um, or it was the financial purpose. Yes, financial purpose. Life moves wealth. There his, you go. Uh, I was business. getting there to the second part Killed of the it. conversation. Um, he asked us some really good questions, and it, it kind of got me thinking. He he asked us a lot about like you know our fears and um, small business, and you know our day to day things, and with us doing so many different um, you know businesses out there. I was starting the soap business on top of already what we're doing. Uh, it really got me thinking into you know, what are some of the biggest fears for people out there starting a small business? I I honestly was just curious. So uh, obviously before this podcast, I literally typed in five top reasons for people to not start a small business. Went through a couple of different articles. I got to tell you, people are literally batshit crazy. Um, But the one article that really kind of just pissed me off the most was from uh, um, Inc.com. I forget the dude actually wrote it. Um, But I think today we're going to go over his top five reasons of why he is telling people not to start a small business and then we are going to give them the truth on the BS that this dude was speaking. Well, we also got to go from the standpoint of we've been doing it for a while, right? So I'm, I'm sure before all these businesses, we, we can't remember them now, but we had these same thoughts at one point in time. Until we said, you know what, screw it, let's just go for it. Wait, wait till you hear some of these things. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, what people think is a fear, it, it just is utterly devastating that that's what they have to like hold them back from doing something from trying something so like i'm scared of birds is that one of the fears yeah okay then we're good i agree with the conversation here i agree with <laughs> it's this not article. just like giant birds though you're scared of like any bird that flies at you. let's talk about business let's talk about you and me <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about we're gonna come back to uh, the bird thing here later because you know I, I like to circle back to things all right, let's uh let's circle uh, to this article are, are you ready for it? i'm telling you it literally know, just blew my mind Again, starting a business is scary in a sense, especially for someone that has never done it before, never been a part of it, you know, either worked at the lower end of their business Mm -hmm. or, you know, coming from corporate world or whatever it may be, you know, starting a business is scary. Uh, No, no, absolutely. Absolutely. But what I think, you know, people, if you're, if they're interested in trying something new, if they want to get into a business with somebody, you know, they have to actually do a little bit of research, not just let a fear stop them from at least trying. Right. And again, this article could be, I think is the stupidest article that somebody could have written to tell people (laughs) not to try to start a business. Calm down. I'm I'm telling you, just wait till you hear (laughs) these questions. Um, and again, you're right. I mean, it is scary and it's still scary for us. I mean, we're not starting I guess we just started the soap one, but you know, we're, we're not brand new to this, you know, but it's still scary, but we can evaluate these situations and actually take a, you know, a realistic approach into what we're doing and, and how we're going to do this. But with this guy, I just, well then, so after we go through all these, by the end of the podcast, I want to 
realistically state what is actually scary about starting a business. What we find scary? Okay. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Okay. So, again, this article came from Inc.com. I don't remember who the guy wrote it. I didn't actually take that down because I was annoyed. It doesn't matter. Again, here are her, his top five reasons. The first reason that he wrote down was it takes too much time uh, away and then you would lose a work-life balance being a founder of a small business. No shit. Like, I'm telling you, it <laughs> blows my mind. Like, okay, so obviously when we first, you know, came on board with our third business partner, it, you know, we did have free time. But doing anything brand new you have to alter your work-life balance. And not to say it has to be between work and life. Think about when you first started going to the gym. At first, it was probably difficult to get up every single day. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's probably difficult finding the time in the day to go. So you started going earlier and earlier. You don't just have to find the time. You make the time. To you have to make the time. Crap. Yep. And you like how I didn't say I went to the gym because I definitely don't go yeah, to the gym. Know. I just don't have the excuses. Because a couple podcasts time. ago, you said, my goal is to go two to three times a week. How many times have you gone in the past three weeks? Two. Okay, so so your I'm new goal is <laughs> two times per three weeks. That's only because I haven't been in the last two weeks. <laughs> All right, I was doing okay there for a minute. You did okay for a week. I was super proud of you. I was. I did. I went snowboarding. That's an exercise. It is. Um, you walked up your stairs many times. That's three <laughs> stories. That's exercise. We did a bunch of work here. You ate a ton of carne asada fries and oh, Wendy's. No, All right. I really love so, carne asada fries. So, even, right. so even worse than what you just said, and I want to, because I just pulled up the actual article as well because I wanted to see it. So you were talking about work-life balance. The actual topic of this article, starting a business takes an insane amount of work. No shit. Literally. Like, I'm telling you, wait till, wait till we get till like the bottom of this article. What people say or what this guy says, it's just like flabbergasting. Like, I don't understand. Why would you want to even look at starting a business if you don't understand that it's going to take time and effort? Like anything you do takes time and effort. Waking up and freaking getting ready takes time and effort. Yeah, it's just, this is... This one actually kind of pisses me off. I told you. It's because, well, one, we're in the generation of nobody wants to work anymore, right? Everyone, and and I don't want to throw anyone out, but everyone's a freaking influencer nowadays. Everyone's, I'm going to post a video. It's going to take me, I don't even know how long it takes because I'm not an influencer. (laughs) You don't do social media. I don't do any social media, but everything's going to take time. It doesn't matter what you're into. You know, you're going to work your nine to five. You're going to work 40 hours a week. It's just how you prioritize your day, prioritize your week to get things done. Mm Mm-hmm. But people think 40 hours a week should be the the most that you work. When in reality, nowadays, that's probably the bare minimum that you're going to work. Oh, it is. It's 40 I know. So bringing up Kendi, my wife, she's been in a part of a bunch of startups. And she lets people know, hey, you're joining a startup. This is not a 40-hour week. We start at 50. You may work 60. Mm-hmm. Be ready for that. This Realistic is what we're in. Yeah. I, I just, it, it, it's mind boggling. It, it truly is. Truly is. Uh, and again, I, I think we'll, we'll get through these. We'll kind of give our, uh, our, uh, input on them. And then I think we go back and we actually give our reasons why we think business small. I think that was great, but moving right along before I get too carried away here, the second one on that article, when you fail, not if you fail, when you fail, it's public and can be embarrassing. 
see what I mean? Like it doesn't I don't even, even have an answer for it though. Like I want to be like, well, if you fail, then you're probably small enough and didn't make an impact on the people around you. So it's not that public. Most people aren't going to even know about it. Who, but who cares? This shit. Who cares? Who cares? There's a, I do a lot of embarrassing stuff throughout the day. Yeah, why, I wake, I wake up in the morning. It's pretty damn embarrassing. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> sorry, Gundy. Um, <laughs> it just distracted me. Um, so I mean, again, why would you think taking a risk is embarrassing? Taking a risk is courageous. Taking a risk is actually like showing that you want to prove your worth towards either yourself or for somebody else. I mean, you should never do it for somebody else, but proving your worth into something. I mean, taking a risk is never, ever embarrassing. So you might fall. So you might fail. It does not matter. Trying is successful. Something just as as embarrassing as being fired, which is the same thing as a failing company. Yeah. You're getting fired but yet this is maybe a successful company you're getting fired from with hundreds or thousands of people. Guess what? Now it's public. Mm-hmm. How embarrassing you just had to be escorted off of a building. I, but you're right. And again, we kind of have that same mindset of, you know, when we fire people, I stopped feeling bad a long time ago because I am not choosing to fire them. Their actions. They are firing are themselves. What making, you know, yeah, putting us in that position to terminate them. I actually had that conversation with one of our managers last week. Because I made fun of him. He's been at the shop for six or seven months. He's done a total overhaul of the shop. Done extremely well. You know, tripled sales in a matter of seven months. Um, But I kind of made fun of him. I'm like, you fired 17 people or 16 people since you've been here. He's like, I haven't fired a person. I'm like, no, look at the employee list. You fired 16 people. He's like, nope, they fired themselves. 100%. I just let them know. 100%. But I'm like, that's 100% 100 true. If you're doing your job and you're making it happen... From eight to five, seven to six, whatever your job is, mm-hmm. you're not going to get fired. Do your damn job. Show up and do the job. Literally. I, I mean, think of, so Josh Gooley messaged me the other day about, mm-hmm. about our podcast. And it, like this kind of just popped in my head while we were talking about this. But like somebody in, uh, you know, serving in the, the armed forces, you, you think he gets to just not show up every single day? You think that he just gets to like, oh, hey, guys, you know, sorry, I showed up late. Like, I'm supposed to be in charge of all of you guys. Oh, yep, super embarrassing. Like, what the shit goes through people's minds that think that they can just like, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Sorry. Why? I don't know why I brought you up, Joshua, but I did. (laughs) You're inspiring. I freaking just want to kill people in the army. You you get to at least control what they're doing. Yeah, But if you don't show up for the military, you don't get fired. You get shit on. Yeah, well, that's and Here, that's here's the benefit. More, here's more work for you. Good yeah. luck. That's oh, true. I hope you survive. If we get on people, they could quit or yeah, file a complaint. When or, you fail, it is public and personal. Uh, no shit, so Sherlock. Of course, it's gonna be personal. So let's just work at the bottom of the totem pole our whole lives. And again, for some people, that's okay. Some people are comfortable there. Has, there. Yes, and but that is there okay. Has to be a goal to grow. Maybe, but see, but that's so that's our problem. Right. We have that mindset. Not everyone does. Think about some of the employees that work for you. They are 100% comfortable in that position until the day that they retire. They don't want any more responsibility. They don't want to grow. They they are 100% comfortable in that position and working until the day that they're done, which is okay. That I, I'm, coming, I'm coming to this understanding that that is an okay concept and the world needs people like that. Mm-hmm. But the world also needs people like us to push the envelope, right? Continue to to find new paths, continue to to do something different with our day to day. You know, maybe we're we're not going to become millionaires. Maybe we're not going to become you know super 
recognizable on the streets. It doesn't matter to me, right? As long as we're constantly improving on ourselves, that's what you need to focus on. Stop giving a shit about what people think about being embarrassed of failing. All right, I'm gonna. So, I'm gonna freak so out this again. is unfortunately turning into a, a do double t. This is a do double t. So, think. but so I'll, I'll bring up the second one because it kind of correlates with the or the third uh, third topic. It correlates with the second topic, but unfortunately, you may fail. Again, what's what's our uh, what's our main saying for this podcast? No shit, you're going to fail. <laughs> it happens, but we've talked about this before. Of failing is the best thing that can happen to you. Failing is the only thing that's going to make you grow in life. Mm -hmm. If you sit there and tell everyone how great they're doing every single day, day in and day out, they're never going to get better. If you go up to them and say, hey, not necessarily, hey, you're failing, but hey, this is what's going to make you do better or do this a little bit differently, Mm -hmm. they're going to grow as a person. Mm -hmm. So fail, 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 fail a hundred times. That is what we need is to fail. Don't be afraid of it. Well, you're lucky enough. Scroll down a little bit more. Number three. Are you ready? So that's what I just said. Unfortunately, well, you may fail. No, no. I, but scroll down. Like, oh. read, read a f- okay, little bit more. No, I gotta of, read. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Let me wait, stand it wait, up. wait till you read this dumbass's remarks again. I, I get that it's somebody else's opinion. I get that it's somebody else's, you know, vision of how business should operate, and these are the things that scare you, right? I understand that. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that people are completely idiotic, but the fact that this guy goes through and just says that, you know, for the third one, you might fail. And the understanding that like failure is an option. Failure is an option for every single thing you do throughout this day. If you go into something and this, I thought about this in the last podcast with Dale, which I'm hoping post before this one. Um, but he was like, I think we asked him, did you have a backup plan in place? Yeah. I've always been kind of iffy about that backup plan. Um, one, it is a good thing to have. But two, if you're going in with a backup plan, you're going in with the mindset of I'm failing no matter what. Exactly. If you go in without that backup plan and say, hey, this is going to succeed. I have to make this succeed. You're going to work 20 times harder instead of going in and saying, hey, if this fails, that's okay. I've got something in place. <sighs> So I don't, it's, it's hard to say don't have a backup plan because it's always good to have. And that's what I was just going to say. It's good to have a, a decent backup plan. But if you're going in with having to use that backup plan because you already know with that mindset you're going to fail, don't even go after that first initial project. Yep. Agreed. Uh, 100% agree. Um, all right, moving right along. Number four, you can't make friends at work when you are the founder. Fantastic. <laughs> Just like I haven't heard a better better article written. <laughs> that should that be a reason. My day. That should be a reason why you should start a business, right? Why you should go into something. And why this, you should try something new. And this is another bullshit. First of all, yeah. Not that you can't make friends. So you know how I operate. Hmm? Everything is family for me. You know, when I go in, I talk to every single employee back there. I make sure you know I have cigars with some of the managers on Fridays. You know, I talk to every single one, not necessarily about work, but about life. Hey, is everything good at home? Hey, how's your family doing? Hey, what are you doing this weekend? It's about family. So it's not that you can't make friends at work, but there's a time and place for everything. Agreed. You know, you show up. Hey, we're working. If you're not working, no harm, leave. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not helping me succeed. I'm not helping you succeed. We'll split ways here. Yep. 
Yeah, no, agree. And again, we, we, this is where we really kind of differ, right? And, and I've said this before on a podcast, how, you know, I wish that I could come in and I could fist bump everyone and I could say, Hey guys, you know, how's the kids? How's, you know, your wife, how's whatever, right? Yeah. I, n- not to say I don't want to do those things, but I try to keep it very separate because I, I'm there just like them to do a job. Mm-hmm. I am there to work. So the fact that I'll walk in and I'll just say, Hey everyone, how's it going? Maybe a quick fist bump. I don't, stop to spend five minutes with each employee. I'll walk into the office and I'll do exactly what I need to do. The purpose, why I'm in that building, Mm -hmm. right? I, it's not that I don't care. It's there because I want to do the job outside of work. It doesn't matter what any of those guys do. They're not going to be involved in my personal life. So why in the hell do I take the time to be, be involved in that. Yeah. And so, which is not a great thing. Well, no, no, no. I mean, neither of the management styles are wrong. Everyone's going to have their different management styles. True. And again, I relate everything back to sports, you know, coaching, you know, a coach is going to coach me differently than how he's going to coach the player right next to me. You know, I always did better if the coach said, Hey, you suck. You're not going to make it. Whatever it was, not those exact terms, but hey, you're not the best on <laughs> the field. You didn't hear that at sports? Oh, I did. I heard that a lot at sports. But but not <laughs> so it's just like, hey, do better. You're not doing good. You're you didn't have a good game. Where another player next to me might need the pat on the back and say, Hey, great job today. You're doing well, whether he was doing good or not. Yep. And that is correlates straight into business of you gotta know who you're coaching. But you know, both management styles aren't wrong by any means. I go in there with the expectations of, hey, if I treat these guys like one of my own, we're all in this together, they're going to run through a wall for me. You have that different mindset of, you know, hey, this is business. We're going to run through the wall together no matter what. They know you, they've got, you've got their back, whatever's done. But it's just, it's just different management styles. So neither one of them is wrong. But there's you can definitely make, I'm doing air quotations, But you can definitely make friends at work. You make family at work. You guys are all going to be in it together. You're with them more than your actual family. You know, I'm with the guys at the shop 40, 50, 60 hours a week. I see my wife maybe five. So It's because you work in different schedules. Yeah, but still, I mean, I don't know. I don't like that topic either. It, it's it's weird because I, I definitely don't agree with it, right? There's a select amount of people that like I'll even still reach out to people from Lidl. Back in uh, Virginia, yeah. just check in. I might not do it every week. I might not do it every three or four months, but you know, a couple times throughout the year, I'll check in with them just to say hi, how's things going, just catch up. Those are those are you know those interactions keep me, you know, with those guys that are back in Virginia. Like I want to stay in contact with those guys, mm-hmm. right? But there's not. I mean, I, there was a lot of people that worked under me, and there were still a bunch more that worked above me. But I am very selective with the the few that I pick. It's weird though. Now, like uh, obviously owning a business and you know worrying about every single penny that comes comes in and comes out, I take a different management approach. Yeah. Right. But when I go back and I still help uh, all the guys at Ski Pro, totally different. I want to catch up with all of these guys. I want to know every little thing that's going on. I want to be involved in every single one of their day-to-day operations. And I only get to see them for usually a quick weekend. Um, and then I come back to work and then I just cut it straight off. It's back to being strictly professional. You know, there's no personal stuff. You know, it's I'm in charge. I have a schedule to keep. I have a list of items that I need to get done. Um, but it's just weird that like for me, it's almost like a, a light switch. I have so much respect for all the guys that work for us, and I have so much respect for all the ski pro guys. Mm-hmm. But just seeing the difference in the dynamic, one, we're in charge of everything that we do. Yep, under our business. 
now as Keepro, I'm not technically a manager. So like none of that responsibility falls on my shoulders. And I not to say I don't care because I, I care about everything that happens with those guys. But like that responsibility doesn't weigh me down enough to not be myself. Yeah. It's just a, such a weird, weird, weird dynamic for me, which is why I thought that topic was a little not controversial, but I can definitely see it, it's different levels you're talking about, yeah. too. So true. It's completely different levels. And I don't know. That move on. I, don't <laughs> I told you this guy's article is, just, and I'm sure like it's not a giant article, but just it was the first thing that popped up to Google, and I read a couple different articles, but this one just man, so, I strangle. So guy. number five, because I still have the article pulled up. Okay, good. Success, if you ever achieve it, if takes time. If what in the shit is wrong with so, people? <laughs> yes, businesses fail. Absolutely. Yes, one out of three, or what's the st- st- statistic on that? Uh, is two out of, two out of three businesses fail? I think so. Within the first five years, most businesses will fail within um, the first two years, right? And then the next, it's like three to five is the hardest. If anything lasts more than five years, most of the time they're going to be successful until that owner wants to either sell or close the doors. Yeah, not because of a financial reason, not because of management reasons, not because of, you know, anything else. But, you know, the first one, two years, there's a huge failure rate. And then three to five is, you know, almost as big. And then after that, it, it definitely dwindles down. I don't know the actual statistics. So if you're joining or starting a business or even buying into the business strictly to have success off of day one, don't do it. This is not yeah. the lifestyle. 100%. It doesn't matter if you're buying into a business that's been operating for the past 10, 15 years and has produced great books. They're in the black year after year. When you go in, shit's going to change. People hate change. You don't necessarily, you're not necessarily going to be successful year one, two, three, four, or Mm -hmm. five. You know, if you're going into this thinking you're going to be successful day one, stay away from owning a business. hundred percent. You're going to kill yourself because of it. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, Jesus, this, I'm telling you this article, it it just, it it makes me nervous for, you know, just thinking about like maybe somebody that's coming out of college, somebody has a great idea, somebody that's just wanting to try something, take a leap, take, you know, an advantage of, you know, the opportunities that they have in front of them. And then they pull up this article. The next thing you know, they, they stop. Well, they don't go into a corporate world. They go into this, which isn't isn't bad. No. Again, I, I told you there's people out there that. That they're good with that, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But if somebody wants to break the monotony of that corporate world, they should have not, I guess, not the knowledge, but they should be able to look up and read articles or hopefully listen to podcasts like this to say, you know what, I need to take this risk, I need to try something new. Do your research, right? I'm not saying blindly jump into something, you know, just blindly spend your money or find somebody to invest into it and just piss it all away. It's not what I'm saying, but. So take a risk. Yeah. So one thing I'm thinking is entrepreneurship is 100% a mindset. Yes. So if you're a true entrepreneur at heart, you're a business owner and your mind is set on that, you're not going to see this article because we've owned businesses now for many years now. And not once have I looked up five scariest things to start a business. Yeah. So if you're an entrepreneur, you have that mindset. You're never going to see this article. You have an idea, you're going to launch it, you're going to make it happen. Successful or not. Absolutely. And maybe they don't want to launch the business. Maybe they just have the idea. 
take that idea and go to somebody to help you launch it. That's still taking a risk. Trusting somebody is just as much, if not more of a risk than putting your own money into a business. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This thing's got me all flustered I now. I told it's you, just... see, this is how I started this podcast. And I told you like this guy, and again, the worst part is, so that, that was number five. That was his top five reasons. And if you scroll down just a little bit farther, in his article, I don't know word for word, but in his article, he talks about saying, you know, I am an entrepreneur. I don't discourage people from trying to become an entrepreneur. What in That's... the shit was the five reasons? Like the biggest bullshit that spews out of people's mouths. Like you're going to tell me that you are an entrepreneur. You've been doing this for years, writing this article, giving, you know, advice to people. And that's the type of advice you give. Mm -hmm. The craziest thing. So now that we have those idiotic so, so reasons, we'll, we'll go through them one more time. Just stating the topics of them. Right. Starting oh, a business God. takes an insane amount of work. No shit. <laughs> when you fail, it is public and personal. No shit. Unfortunately, you may fail once again. So this is definitely this is kind of top four reasons because you listed two things twice. Yeah, but to do that that one third, you, you may fail. <laughs> Ew, I'm strangle this you guy. can't make friends at work. Okay, if you say so. Yay. And I skipped the last one. What was the last one? We just talked about it. Oh, success. If you ever achieve it, it takes time. <laughs> if possible. If, if you can make it happen, it takes, it takes time. time. <sighs> All right. Just, well, that was... Again, thanks it, for ruining my Sunday. You're welcome. Not a problem. Um, and I think you had a good point. Let's give. Uh, so what's a couple of reasons that you think people should realistically look at before starting a business? Like what would be some of your top fears? We don't need to go five each. I just give a couple. Well, I mean, just one. just going into it, not necessarily feel a fear, but if you don't have passion in something, don't start it. If you don't have passion in that business idea and you don't believe in it 110 percent. It doesn't excite you when you talk about it. Don't start it. You got to go into it with passion. You got to love it from A to B, A to Z, and you got to make it happen. What if I just have the determination to make it happen? Well, you better make it work and you better learn to love it. <laughs> what do you think I'm doing right now? Mike? I know you're learning to love it. <laughs> so I'm determined to if, love it. And again, this isn't a fear, but if you're afraid to start something due to money, you can start a business with very little to no doubt. You know, if you have a, you know, for the soap business, we started it with very, very little money. So if you have a consulting business, you can start it and just do it, you know, a couple hours a week. You don't need to go in making it your full-time job. Yeah. Any business you start, it doesn't have to be a 40-hour-a-week job. Start it doing two hours a week. Work up to five. Next month, I want to get to 10. Next month, I want to get to 15 to 20. And you go and do it until you can't handle having both jobs. So realistically, set goals. Set goals, yeah. And you work up. You can't go in 110%. You know, start start low, start with one client, work your way up. If you have a landscaping business, start with two yards a week. Do it after work. You know, next week I've got to get five. And then you just keep growing, growing, growing until you can't handle your 40-hour-a-week job. And your new company you just created. And then make that transition. And then make the transition. Put in your two weeks. And guess what? You have a you have yourself a business. Yep. Yeah, it might take you six months. Or more. But again, you're not going into it losing money. Yeah. You're still making your money with your full-time career. Or your full-time job at that point. But 
You know, you're still going into it slow. It's the people that say, hey, I've got an idea. It's going to take me a hundred grand to start. Okay. Is it going to work? Yeah. Well, it better work because you <laughs> just gave everything work. else and your savings are gone. Yep. So, I, so, and, and I guess, again, great, great, great mindset towards that, right? Um, one of the biggest things for me has always been you know, and, and we've talked about this. I, I don't necessarily need a business plan to detail out every single step, right? I, I mean, obviously, that's what you would ideally want when starting a new business. But to actually, like, uh, the biggest fear that I see in, in people starting a business or looking to start in a business is they truly don't even have a basic plan of action, right? Not even just setting goals for yourself, like, you know, a couple of clients a week, doing two yards mm-hmm. a week, but realistically going in and saying, okay, for me to start this, what do I need? What are the top 10 things that I need? And it doesn't necessarily have to be number one, money, right? Number two, time. Number three, work-life balance. Like, you know, coming in and understanding that, okay, so, you know, I want to start this business. I need a minimum shop size of 5,000 square feet. Yep. Okay. So next line, what is rent looking like? What is utilities looking like? What is that looking like for not just six months? What is that looking like for a minimum of two years? And understanding that, okay, obviously with this space and these kind of utilities, I'm going to need four people to work these couple of shifts each day. Mm-hmm. And to understanding that what's the minimum wage that I can pay somebody on average, maybe what's the, what's the wages that I can pay someone having a basic concept of understanding what they'll actually need before even starting a business, before going out and getting an LLC, before going out and trying to find a place, before going out and finding a broker, whatever it is, having an actual idea of what you need, not just an idea, but a legitimate concept of understanding that I need all of this to operate. I might not be able to get this all right now, but I can start with one through five. Mm -hmm. After that happens, five through 10, it's going to fall into place perfectly and I'll be right on my way to making a successful business. But there's a lot of people... I mean, and I, I know a couple of guys who have started something and instantly kind of failed, not in the sense that they weren't dedicated, not in the sense that they weren't putting the time towards it. They didn't actually know what they really needed yeah. to get this business going. They just said, sweet, here's our LLC. We just paid somebody to start a webpage and, um, you know, here's our idea. Okay, well, what's your clientele? Oh, yeah, where are you uh, searching? What are you selling? Yeah. How are you getting to new clients? Yep. Uh, uh, I mean, how are you are, trying to save costs on your goods? How you, yeah. What, what's your margins that you need to hit? I mean, there's a ton of little things that can go into place, but I mean, he didn't even think about his clientele basis. And again, that's not, you, you know, you don't need the, obviously the detailed business plan, but holy shit, ask somebody, go ask somebody who started a business and just say, Hey man, what were, you know, the top 10 things that you listed before you started? Mm -hmm. And you'd be surprised because all of them are going to be different, but it gives you the generic thing. So I guess my biggest fear was just making sure I had a a basic concept of a plan. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's huge, right? Something that's what, that's what drives it all. But exactly. And again, it's just having that overall idea written down and then the concept of it. Um, The next biggest thing, that and I still think about this kind of stuff, especially when we started with soap was who are we going to be doing this with the trust factor that goes into place of me saying, you know what? I trust this person to not necessarily do the right thing for me, but pull their own weight. Yeah. That was my do biggest the right fear thing for the, the company as well. Exactly. Just be, you know, 
again, don't have to think of me as being the top priority. Don't have to think of you as being the top priority or themselves, but just pulling their weight and doing the best thing for the business, which in return will give, you know, the benefits to ourselves. The trust and and again, you don't necessarily have to go into business with somebody, right? You don't need partners to start something. You don't need partners to be successful. Nope. But if you are choosing to do that with somebody, make know that sure, person exactly one hundred percent. Know the ins and outs of that person exactly. And we've talked about this, right? We had we clashed, and I think actually we talked about it on Dale's podcast. Uh, we clashed big time in the beginning when we first started this, and we've known each other for a long time now. We've been through a lot of things. Yeah, right? it wasn't necessarily that. Hey, your idea is just stupid, or this or that. Yeah, we are both extremely stubborn, mm-hmm. and we both think we have the best ideas, but we both know our strengths mm-hmm. and. When there is time, I know I'm. you're my first call of saying, hey, I don't know what to do. Yep. I need your help. And same with you calling me. Absolutely. So, yeah, we're going to clash. That's going to happen in every business. That happens in every family. Mm-hmm. It's bound to happen. If you're not clashing, that means you're not passionate. True. And I trusted you enough to know that we would work our, work through whatever shit that we were going on. Well, yeah, we, we have an understanding of friendship over business. Yeah. But, Agreed. Um, yeah, you got you to gotta know the person you're getting involved with. Um, because again, this is a marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a relationship. This is going to last, whether you have a fifteen-year contract or with a franchise, or you're running this out till retirement. You're with that partner, unless you buy them out and say, "See you later, hasta la vista." You're with this person. Yeah. So you better get used to them, and you better <laughs> like them. Otherwise, you're gonna have shitty run. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um. All right. Well, let's kind of wrap this up. I think this has actually been very good for not just hopefully the the people that are listening now, but also my mindset, but let's give what's uh, obviously we probably have a ton of advice that we can give people, but what's one of your top things that you would advise somebody on starting a new business? Like what's some of the best advice that you could just overall give them? So the, yeah, like you said, there's a million things. Uh, I think one of the biggest things that a lot of people are afraid of is accepting failure, Accept that you're going to fail and you better be ready to jump back up and, do something else to make sure you succeed. So accept failure because it's going to happen. No matter what, it always will happen. Um, I guess I could have been thinking about this. You answered that really quick. It didn't give me I'm enough sorry. time it's, to come up with a legit Well, everything answer. he talked about was failing. And it just pisses me yeah. off because everyone in this world is afraid to fail. And they're yeah. afraid to admit when they fail. And it pisses me off. 100%. When I fail, yeah, I get pissed off. I might beat myself up. Do I sit there and sulk on it for days on end? No, because that problem's not going to fix itself. Yep. It's still going to be there. Yeah. Fail. Say, you know what? I won't do that again and get back to it. Yep. Try something new. Try something different. So accept failure. Damn it. That pisses me off. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> um, I, so I don't know. Let me let me think about this. So if I had, we'll say like one of my nephews come up and ask about starting a business, the thing that I would give them or the advice would be... Don't be afraid of risk. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of, and kind of, I guess, what you, where you were kind of moving down the path of failure, but don't be afraid to try something new. Try it. Do it. Uh, yes, plan. Y- yes, have a basic idea of what you want to try, but holy shit, do it. If you've been thinking about doing something for f- you know five years, take the risk. Start small. Mm-hmm. You don't have to jump in head first in the deep end. Try it. Do it for once. Like us with this freaking podcast. We talked about it for a long time. And finally we said, you know what? Let's do this. 
Let's just, yep. let, let's figure it out. Let, well, let, let's get equipment. Let's shoot from the hip. Let's kind of just, let's go and let's, let's do it. Let's try it. And you know, even now, like texted you earlier, Hey, we got to get a podcast done because obviously I'm out of town coming up. You got a ton of shit on your plate. Like it's hard to find the time to do this, but here we are on a Sunday night coming just, in just and getting. getting it done. Try it. Take a risk. Who cares? We finally shared this on social media and I, I've been very fortunate to have quite a few people text me about it. Yeah which has been very, very encouraging for me. Uh, I mean, you know, it's us putting us our, ourselves out there. Like, yeah, we're giving our opinions on, th- on stuff. Yeah, we're giving our, you know, hopefully decent advice on stuff. We're not professionals. We're not influencers, but we're just, <laughs> you know, we're going out there. And, you know, you listen to a lot of these entrepreneur podcasts of, yeah, all you got to do is wake up at 3 a.m. and you got to <laughs> only have three hours of sleep a night and you're only allowed to eat steak and potatoes and you'll be a millionaire by 22. Yep. It's just not, it's not there. And that's why we came out with this is just to say, hey, you know what? There's going to be failure. You might have to take risks. One thing that pops up, and sorry to cut you off again. You're not sorry. Yeah, once again. Do it all the time. Um, Totally fine. I was on a rant. We went to the, (laughs) you were a long one. Uh, We went to the Heavy Academy a few years back. It's probably, what, eight years ago now? It seems Uh, like forever. No, it's not that long. Okay, well, it seems like forever. Five five years ago. Okay, so we went to the Heavy Academy in Vegas. And, you said Dave, and uh, some of the most influential men in business were there. You know, you have Heavy D, uh, Dave Sparks. You have Diesel Dave from the Diesel Brothers as well. You have Sal Frazella, Andy Frazella, Andy Frazella. You've got um, Sean Whalen, Sean Whalen. You got Rob Bailey. Yep. Uh, you've got had the muscle Keaton. Yep, the muscle. And uh, so after the show, you're able to go up and talk with the guys and take pictures and everything and so i went up to heavy d and i'm like you know i want to everything you're doing that's that's my goal like i want to own my own business this is before we got into business i want to own my own business i want to fly a helicopter on a fly planes i want to do this i want to do that what made you get into it and all he said was just do it what are you waiting for just do it and i'm like shit (laughs) i suck at life (laughs) But it's true. But it's true. You just got to do it. If you're going to sit there and continue to talk about it, it's not going to get done because then you're going to sit there and figure out reasons on why you can't get it done. Exactly. Talk yourself out of it, which again, might not be a bad thing, right? Maybe take those reasons and, you know, figure out why you can overcome them, but take the risk. Take the risk. Do it. Get it done. Like our podcast and share it. Threw that in there. Plug. Yeah, plug. I plugged it. And we also have an email as well. <laughs> Have the, we looked at that email? Yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't I did. And we, we've got a total of zero emails in there. So it's killing it right now. But I'm getting text messages from people. You so so if you don't have our number, which you should, but you Here, don't, don't you say can, it on this. Okay, good. You can get yeah, 602. Um, yeah. You can email the Yucky Podcast, Yucky spelled Y U C K I E, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> Is it the Yucky Podcast? The Yucky Podcast at gmail.com. Okay. Killing so email and if you have a topic for us to talk about or if you want to be a guest <gasps> shout out come come join us yeah it's not really a shout out for anyone it's just if you want to be a guest come on down sound, sounded like a cool thing to say <laughs> shout out <laughs> so shout out uh, again it and you don't have to be an entrepreneur um we want to know all walks of life yep. we want to know everyone's struggles everyone's successes um failures everything so even if you're not an entrepreneur even if you're afraid to talk on the mic you know, I think we make it pretty relaxing. We sit here and talk for 30, 40 minutes before we even hit record. Sometimes uh, not that long because people settle in pretty quick too. Yeah. So just got to um, get brother Dave on here. Who's too much yeah, of a chicken. Good luck. Um, so I think this was a good one. Again, accept failure, accept risk, 
make it happen. Just do it. Yep. Nike. Get her done. And, uh, yeah. Let's go get some carne asada fries. Let's go get some salad. <laughs> we'll talk to everyone next time. All right, everybody. Thanks.